This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey, friends. How's everybody feeling? It's Tuesday, in case you were unobservant. Second day of the week. June 21st. Is today the first day of summer or was yesterday the first day of summer? Are you just kind of in the mindset where it doesn't matter because any day over 90 degrees is summer anyways. So it's been summer for like a month. We'll figure it out later. Uh, What do we got going on? We got two hours ahead here on the Workday Red Zone. We appreciate you tuning in here with us on the Ticket Radio Network on the AM side of your dial at KNEA 970 AM. On the FM side at 95.3, 96.9 and 104.1 at KBRI. We stream online at 953theticket.com. And in addition to that, you can take us with you on the go. Download the TuneIn app and search for KNEA. And that's all you got to do. If you want to shout at us today, that's easy. 930-3776 is the number on the Ritter Communications Hotline. And of course, uh, you can also shout at us on social. That's facebook.com slash theticketradio. And then on Twitter, Kara underscore Richie. Got a question posted for you today. If you don't want to follow me, which I like to think I'm pretty funny, but I'm probably a little biased. Uh, you can also just search for our topics using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio by producer Cade Carlton. Good afternoon. I would guess you're feeling okay today after some College World Series action last night. Yeah. I didn't even watch the whole game. I mean, it was over by the seventh inning so that was nice we will talk about that and uh, of course numerous other topics as well throughout the course of the next couple of hours Uh, let's throw some news and notes at you though before we really dive in here uh, you can make it three for Arkansas State football the Red Wolves and head coach Butch Jones picked up their third new addition in the past week as offensive lineman Tristan Smith announced his commitment to A-State Monday night on social media Smith is a 2021 CrossFit High School graduate who spent last season with Trinity Valley Community College. Meanwhile, Arkansas's four-game postseason win streak came to an end last night with a 13-5 loss to Ole Miss in Omaha. Peyton Stovall homered, drove in three in the contest. It was close early, but Ole Miss scored, what, two in the third, four in the fifth to really pull away in in that one and uh, make that be the deciding factor. So now it is an elimination game tonight. For Arkansas, they face Auburn. Six o'clock is what time first pitch is slated for. In the pros last night, St. Louis could not get the offense going. Turns out Corbin Burns still good uh, in a battle for the top spot in the NL Central. Cardinals lost to the Brewers in Milwaukee by the score of 2-0. Teams continue that series tonight. 7-10 is the time. 95-9, the Wolf is the place. So... That's a look again at some of the news and notes from around the area. But uh, with still 74 days until the start of the college football season, we are going to, you know, the, the game plan for summer is obviously not to sit here every single day and do some kind of crazy, wild, in-depth season preview because a lot can change between now and the start of the season. Butch Jones is still bringing players in that will be on this 2022 roster. 
Um, there's still portal craziness going on. A ton of players left in the portal that they could bring in. Unfortunately, some departures that can happen as well because certainly nothing is, is set in stone in college athletics in any way, shape, or form. So we're not going to every day get really, really into the upcoming season. But that being said, we are going to sprinkle in some more topics from time to time. It's summer. I mean, come on. We've got to talk about something. Uh, for today's KavanaughCars.com question, I want you all to look into your crystal balls and tell us what you think is going to be Arkansas State football's best position group in 2022 uh, I have I, I have a few different groups that I think can I can legitimately make a case for I can look at the talent in the room look at the expectations for that talent look at previous performance and say all right these guys have a case for it there's also a couple position groups today that I'm going to I'm going to try and manifest it I'm going to try and speak it into existence that they will be uh, the best position group for Arkansas State football because there's a couple of those that you know if you speak it into existence and it comes into fruition and those groups are the best and all of a sudden it can it can dramatically swing your season expectations and the season outcomes and, and everything like that so that's what we're going to do today is we're going to go around and look at some of these different position groups for a state football uh, last year you know was was a tough year for numerous different groups and when you look and, and try and figure out what the best position group was for 2022, um, I probably have to go with special teams, which if that's your answer in a season, it either means your special teams was really, 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 really good or everybody else was just kind of sort of not. And unfortunately for A-State last season, it was a little bit of both. You know, you had talent, of course, in every single position group across the field, but none of those groups particularly had depth. So even though you could look at individual players, um, it was still hard to just look at a full group and say, all right, this this is it, with the exception, of course, of, of special teams. You had Blake Groupie there kicking field goals. He was stellar. Uh, Ryan Haynes was a great punter last year. Tristan Madsen did good on kickoffs. And then, of course, the return guys were really, really good. Alan Lamar. Uh, returning those kickoffs, and uh, Johnny Lane returning the punt. So um, that is great. I mean, we all know that you could have something just dynamic happen with a spark from special teams, but, you know, ideally this year I would like for there to be some other groups in the mix as well. So we'll break down several of those different groups and who we think it could possibly be. We will also throw this question today in Jeff Reed's direction. Uh, the A-State Nation publisher is going to join us today at 1 o'clock, of course. Uh, we'll also get caught up on a lot of recruiting. Um, in addition to, you know, the, the new edition of Tristan Smith, we've se seen two other commitments for Arkansas State football in the past week. We have se seen, I don't know how many offers this staff has put out lately. You know, obviously, uh, like so many other a-State fans, I follow A-State Nation on Twitter, and it seems like every single day it's just retweeting offers and retweeting visits and things like that. So, again, uh, Jeff Reed is going to join us at 1 o'clock for some information on those guys. In the meantime, of course, you can head to astatenation.com and check out some new reads there. We will not, however, throw this question in Matt Stoltz's direction. He's on vacation, so unable to join us today. Uh, hope he's having a great week. And we look forward to continuing that chat next weekend. He, uh, or excuse me, next week. He usually joins us on Tuesdays, but he's got better things to do and we won't hold too much of a <laughs> grudge. Uh, unless he starts tweeting out 
beach pictures like Willow's Walt. And then I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting a little jealous of Will's vacation there, but that's all right. Uh, well, our, our time will be coming. I uh, do want to make one other kind of programming note before we head to commercial and, and kind of dive into today's show. We're not going to be with you tomorrow. Uh, I've got to uh, be away from EAB for the day, but we do look forward to being back on Thursday and just having, you know, a normal, regularly scheduled Thursday, Thursday programming, but no show tomorrow. Is that it? I think that's it. We got a lot of stuff going on right now at EAB. We'll even fill you in on some more of it when we come back. But let's go ahead and and take a quick breather. We'll come back, start looking at this question and other news going on right now for Arkansas State. More on that when we return. Keep it with us on the Ticket Radio Network. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. The Red, White, and Blue Color Run is returning to Joe Mac Campbell Park Monday morning, July 4th at 9 o'clock. Cost is just $10 per person with registration beginning at 8 a.m. And part of the proceeds go to the United Way of Northeast Arkansas. Walk or run. This is an untimed race that's fun for the whole family as you'll get doused with patriotic colored powder. It's the Red, White, and Blue Color Run, part of Fourth Fest 2020. Registration at 8 a.m. with the race starting at 9, July 4th at Joe Mac Campbell Park. Tired of high prices at your grocery store? Well, Chili Grill is back with mega blowout meat sales this week in Paragold and Jonesboro. Wholesale to the public get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Chili Grill also has special T-bones, New York strips, fillets, and sirloin strips as low as $4 a steak, plus family packs of steak, chicken, seafood, and pork. Get on down to 1710 Linwood Drive outside the Holiday Store in Paragold or 1600 Red Wolf Boulevard at the Community Fellowship Church across from Walmart Neighborhood Market in Jonesboro. Wednesday, June the 22nd through Saturday, June the 25th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. each day. Get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. That's right, 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. And don't forget the Chill and Grill Special T-Bones, New York Strips, Filets, and Sirloin Strips for as low as $4 a steak, as well as boneless, skinless chicken breasts and a variety of seafood and shrimp. Don't miss out. Get on down to the Chill and Grill Mega Blowout Meat Sales at the Holiday Store at 1710 Linwood Drive in Paragould or Community Fellowship Church, 1600 Red Wolf Boulevard in Jonesboro, Wednesday, June the 22nd through Saturday, June the 25th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. while supplies last. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. You'll get the best rates and coverage for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance. I mean, let's be real. You want the best coverage for the least amount of money, and there's no need to overpay. So whether you're looking for vehicle insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, make it Rob Taylor State Farm. Reach out to Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance and get a free quote today. Tell them, Carla. Eso es correcto, Brandon. Puedes agarrar los mejores precios y coberturas para ti y tu familia con Rob Taylor State Farm. Puedes ser aseguranza para tu auto, casa, negocio y vida, incluyendo aseguranza para inquilinos. Hazlo con Rob Taylor State Farm y pregunten por Carla. It's Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or on Facebook. Facebook. Rob Taylor State Farm in Jonesboro y Pocahontas. El número para marcar es 870-520-6161. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group Jonesboro has a state-of-the-art facility and is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has openings for a qualified production engineer, quality engineer, press operator, cost accountant, and accounts receivable specialist. Visit our website at Colson Group USA.com and click careers tab. Apply today. That's ColsonGroupUSA.com. This summer, let's take care of ourselves and our local businesses. And what better way than a getaway in your own home state? 
book that river trip. Find that cabin with the view. Plan a trip to the lake, a museum, or your favorite state park. Or head off to a local town that you've always wanted to explore. There's more than ever to discover inside our state's borders. Get inspired at Arkansas.com. Seek more in Arkansas. This ad paid with state and regional funds. This year, your Better Lake vacation is at Clean Water Clearwater Norfolk Lake in the Arkansas Ozark Mountain region. Glass flat water, white sand beaches, great fishing, and friendly laid-back Ozark Mountain hospitality. Norfolk Lake, the vacation perfect place to hang out, fish out, or hide out. Just don't miss out. Clean Water Clearwater, calm water, Norfolk Lake. Check us out on the web at norfolkfun.com. That's N-O-R-F-O-R-K fun.com. Clean Water Clearwater, calm water, Norfolk Lake. For your amazingly fun lake vacation. Unspoiled, uncrowded, unforgettable. And hey, it's just a short drive to be a million miles away at North Fork Lake. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Cade with you on a Tuesday. 9303776 is the number to call. Asking you what you think is going to be Arkansas State football's best position group in 2022. We'll let you think about it for just a moment and take a quick second to remind you about Fourth Fest. Uh, we've got that coming up, of course, uh, to celebrate Independence Day in July. So excited about it. But what we do at EAB and the Ticket Radio Network is we actually get the party started one day early. So uh, Jonesboro's best and, well, biggest and uh, also free fireworks show is going to be going on at Joe Mac Campbell Park the night of a Sunday, July 3rd. Did we mention that it's free? Uh, so that way you can come out with the fam and just have a, a great time. We're going to celebrate America. We're going to make things explode. And we're going to do it all to patriotic music. Uh, so I uh, love it. Cannot wait. Again, Fourth Fest gets underway Sunday, July 3rd at Joe Matt Campbell Park with a free fireworks display. Uh, back to the question again, asking you what you think is going to be Arkansas State football's best position group in this upcoming season. Mr. A reads my mind a little bit on the defense where he throws out linebackers. And I think it's really easy to look at that group and look at the talent that is assembled on the roster. And if those guys play up to expectations, that's going to be a good unit. And I don't mean like all of a sudden this entire group is going to have to overachieve. Not every single player on uh, in this group is going to have to play out of their minds for them to have success. They just need to play up to their potential. That group, of course, is led this year by Kavon Bennett. Uh, he was with A-State last year, but he was at defensive end. And they're going to move him back over to linebacker, which is a position he's played before. So certainly not anything unfamiliar uh, to him at all. But he's going to be looked at as as kind of um, the guy on the defensive side of the ball and in this linebacking group. So his play is going to be so, so, so important. But then when you look at the other guys that are in that unit, you know, you've also got King Makuta, who transferred from Alabama, Jordan Carmouche, who transferred over from Houston. So are those guys going to be the three starters? If that's the case, then it seems like you're in a good spot there because when you look up and down 
that linebacker core, I mean, you go back the past decade, there's always been a guy or there's been two guys that are talented in that linebacker room. It's just the fact that a lot of times the depth drops off really quickly after that. So you look at some of the other guys in that linebacker room who have either contributed or started over the past few years. I mean, Jaden Harris has contributed a lot. Same thing with Derek Bean. Charles Willickis came in as a transfer last year and, and was a huge player. Malik Straker is still going to be out there a ton, a ton. Ethan Hassler played a lot last year. Tristan Shorter redshirted, but they like him a lot. Uh, have I mentioned Dane Motley? I'm kind of jumping all over the place with this roster. But again, there's there's actual depth in that room. And that's an amazing thing to see. Because again, you go back and you think about some of the standouts at linebacker. I mean, there's been great players. You know, there was one great year at Justin Rice. There was, when Kyle Wilson was here, he was obviously a phenomenal linebacker. But if you want to go back to a room that, that had depth at linebacker, I mean, you looking back to 2012 um, with like Q Lee and Nate Harold. Do you have to go back to 2011 when DeMario Davis was still in Jonesboro? I mean, you have to go back a, a, a decade to look at that A-State linebacker core and say, all right, not only was this a talented group, but it was a deep group. And so being able to see that this year for Arkansas State football, you know, that group that it, they're kind of the quarterbacks of the defense, that's just so, 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 so huge. And I still feel like when I was going through that list a second ago, guys on the 2022 roster, I left out some players. All right, so I'll tell you what. I'm going to go back through it again. We got nothing but time today anyways, at least until 1 o'clock when we got to call Jeff Reed, and we'll throw this question at him. But, you know, you look at uh, the, the upperclassmen that are going to be leading that room. You know, the transfer, Jordan Carmouche, is a redshirt senior. Also, some of the additional seniors in that room, uh, you have Kavon Bennett. Uh, who's going to be an upperclassman, Fred Hervey, Derek Bean. Those guys are seniors. Some of the juniors that have a ton of playing experience, King Makuda, Malik Straker, Jaden Harris. You've got some seasoned sophomores in Rashad Richardson, Dane Motley, Cam Jeffrey, Charles Willikis, and Ethan Hassler. And then uh, the redshirt freshmen, Izzy Whitmore, Andre Agapos, and Tristan Shorter. And then uh, a true freshman addition as well in Javante Mackey. So that's... That's a lot of bodies. It's more bodies than A-State has had in that room in a minute. And again, a lot of them are good players. They're not just bodies that are in there to be bodies. They're players that are going to contribute in the upcoming season. So that helps me, you know, as a fan, just going through that list, get more optimistic about the defense in general. Uh, because we know that that was a unit that they got better. In the second half, we'll just yeah, say that. But they struggled. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was not not great. Uh, but uh, again, uh, Mr. A with the answer of uh, linebackers on defense. We'll look at some more of your answers coming up in a little bit. Uh, of course, you can weigh in on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. But looking at uh, some additional Arkansas State news, we mentioned that Tristan Smith is the newest Red Wolf, and actually spoke to Jeff Reed about him earlier today and and I'm very thankful that Reed is going to be joining us this afternoon because there are there are just some questions about this young man's classification is he a class of 2022 guy 
Uh, is he class of 2023 guy? If he's a class of 2023 guy, is he a red shirt? Are they still bringing in guys this year for the class of 22? So on, so forth again. That's that's Reed's territory, and that's all stuff we're going to talk about at 1 o'clock. But here's what I can tell you about Tristan Smith. He's going to be joining the program this weekend. So whatever class he's in, however they designate that or whatever they file him under, he's going to be in that offensive line room this fall. So that's a big pickup because uh, he is, again, he's a JUCO guy, played last year at Trinity Valley Community College. And we are all aware of the fact that the offensive line uh, needs a, a little bit more experienced depth. There's 14 bodies in that room, but there's only five <laughs> that have that have played more than a handful of games at the collegiate level. Everybody else in that room is either a redshirt freshman or a freshman freshman. So having a guy who's came, who, who can come in who has at least uh, been able to contribute at the at the JUCO level, you know, just just a little bit more seasoning in that room is going to help out quite a bit and again we'll talk more about him and uh, how he's going to fit in whether we get specific with the class that he's in or not we'll figure it out but uh, we'll touch base about Tristan Smith and uh, the additional newcomers coming up at one o'clock today with Jeffrey checking in on uh, some alumni news for Arkansas State uh, Chris Odom last week we talked about how he had been named to the all-USFL defense. And I don't know when they do their their overall awards, but I, I feel like he's got to be a frontrunner for the defensive player of the year. But, you know, he showed off his versatility this season as well. He's got four blocked kicks on the year, which are just such huge momentum changers. But this week, he is in the running for the... USFL Special Teams Player of the Week Award. And the way they do that is they do like the Twitter poll vote. Uh, so I tweeted that out uh, this morning. But you can vote on Chris Odom to be able to win that. And looking at where he is at, there's five hours left to vote. And he's currently the front runner to win that weekly award as well. 38% of the vote. Uh, the next closest guy has 28%. But again, uh, that can change with a lot of voters. So if you want to vote, of course, uh, it's on the USFL's Twitter account. But here's here's the the interesting stuff going on right now with the USFL. According to, you know, multiple USFL and, and NFL reporters, once a player's season is over, they can start talking with NFL teams. Chris Odom, despite all of his fantastic individual accolades, played on a not very good Houston Gamblers team. Their season's done. So he can start fielding calls from the NFL now, yesterday, two days ago when the season ended. So I can't wrap my head around how he would not be contacted by an NFL organization because he was a one-man wrecking crew. And you could find a highlight of Chris Odom from every single week of the season because of how he played. I do wonder how exactly they'll they'll handle that i mean the nfl's in what mini camps right now uh yes so you've got a guy who has just played not a full season the usfl season was was not 16 weeks long i'll have to go back and double check how many it was 10 weeks 
it was 10 weeks, but you still have a guy who just put a lot of wear on his body. And then he's going to go directly into camp. And then thankfully there'll be a breather after that. But, but if he does, let's take out the word if. When he does make an NFL team, that just seems like that's a lot for a player to go through in a year. 10 games in the USFL and then a potential 17 in the NFL. I'm curious how they'll handle that, how he'll respond to that. But, I mean, I'm kind of putting the cart before the horse here. He obviously needs to, he needs to land on a team first. Somebody call him. Somebody call Chris Odom. Uh, it would not be Odom's first stint in the NFL. You know, he did uh, play for, for Washington, appeared in a game for Washington. And so he's, he's had those opportunities. Hopefully this means he is on the brink of getting another one. Uh, the additional Red Wolves that are in the USFL, they'll have to wait for their phone to ring from potentially an, an NFL club. Uh, both Cody Brown, who is with Philly, and Jay Adams, who is with New Orleans, are both in the playoffs. Although I don't have the USFL odds in front of me, I would, I would guess that they're both underdogs. Uh, both of their teams would be the two seeds in their respective divisions in the playoffs. They don't play each other, won't play each other unless they both get to the championship game. But those guys will have to wait for their phone to ring because, again, right now they're still playing in the USFL. And so their season is not over. They cannot talk with NFL teams yet. But, again, you feel like Jay Adams is one of those guys that surely is going to get a phone call, right? Surely? Hopefully. Yeah, at least get a camp invite or yeah, something. Surely. Surely he's going to get that opportunity. And I, I throw out, you know, uh, I throw out his name, but Cody Brown had a good season as as well, uh, playing safety there for the Stars. Of course, if you are a safely, safety um, very rarely, you should not be at the top of your team's tackle leaderboard. Uh, but I think he's he's second uh, on the team in, in tackles for the Stars, or at least he was for a good chunk of the season, uh, usually somewhere in the neighborhood of, of top 20 in the USFL. So maybe he can get an opportunity as well. Again, with that position, he's not quite as much in a, a highlight-making role as Odom, as Adams. But I'm across my fingers for all three of those guys. But again, uh, Adams and Brown will have to wait just a little bit longer on that. Uh, one more thing we need to dive into in this segment before we head to break. Of course, when it's all hot and humid and gross outside, I like to imagine that I'm somewhere else, somewhere north, like way up north, like in America's hat. Um, that's right. Time to crack open a nice frosty Labatt's for the CFL update. I know you guys think this is a banger. If you don't, I'm just going to pretend like you do. Looking at what's going on in the CFL, we're going to start with some bad news yet again. Cody Grace remains sidelined for Calgary. The Australian sensation that punts across the Canadian nation has been dealing with a groin issue since before the season started. So two weeks in, he has yet to make an appearance on the field. Um, the official injury report for week three, I think, comes out tomorrow. So cross your fingers that Cody Grace's name is not on this one. His Stampeders, by the way, beat Hamilton 33-30 to in week two in overtime. Speaking of the Stampeders, they got super creative with their mascot when they chose to be presented by Ralph the Dog. <laughs> Not like a particular dog. Not like Ralph the Retriever. 
or Ralph the Greyhound, Ralph the Shepherd, Ralph the Dog. Uh, lack of creativity aside, Ralph seems like a really stand-up pooch. Uh, he signed with Calgary to be to be the mascot as a flea agent in 1975. I'm not normally this flea agent. A flea agent. I'm look. I'm not normally this cheesy. That is legitimately what is written on his his bio page. Uh, he is also listed as the MVP. That is the most valuable pooch of the Calgary community. Again, this is this is Ralph the Dog's page. I did not make up the flea agent thing. But it's kind of funny, right? <laughs> you guys kind of laugh, right? Right? <laughs> Moving on. Uh, in that Hamilton-Calgary game we just referenced like 20 minutes ago before we started talking about Ralph the Dog, um, I thought we would have seen at least one Red Wolf on the field. But Kyle Wilson did not record a stat. I didn't see like a... Uh, like an appearance chart or anything like that. But he was not in the box score running. Bingham, also still on the Tiger Cats roster, but he's on the practice squad. So Hamilton's going to face Winnipeg in week three. Elsewhere, Justin McInnes didn't contribute a ton stat-wise in Saskatchewan's 26-16 victory over Edmonton, but he was on the field and in the box score. The big Canadian hauled in two catches for nine yards. And last but not least, Checking in on the longest tenured Red Wolf in the CFL, Monshadrick Money Hunter and Ottawa were on the wrong end of a 19-12 final against Winnipeg. Hunter hauled in his first interception of the season, though, and he also recorded five tackles. So the Red Blacks are off this week and will look to bounce back against British Columbia in Week 9. Fun fact, there's nine teams in the CFL, so somebody's off every week. Can you not get a 10th team? Yeah, it seems like a very just weird number. It is. I mean, is there not some kind of Canadian city out there that can fill the CFL team? You would think. Even doing these CFL updates, you know, really inconsistently for the past two and a half, three years, I still am not as up to speed on my... Canadian geography as I should be. <laughs> we'll get... Uh, I'm, I'm a Google. I'm a Google. Largest Canadian cities during the break. And we are going to throw out a city for CFL expansion. That's what we're what we're going to do today. Uh, we're also going to get back on track with, you know, American sports talk when we come back. Uh, in fact, uh, look a little bit at what happened for the Cardinals yesterday when we return. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Let NEA golf cars keep you from becoming your golf group's Can I Ride With You guy. You know, the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with. NEA golf cars offers new carts at all the top brands, including Onward by Club Car and a large selection of used carts. Plus, all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season. Go to NEAGolfCars.com or call 236-GOLF for more information. It's goodbye, can I ride with you guy, and hello, sweet ride. Thanks to NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. Hey, this is Jordan Kohler, owner here at Roof Raiders, and I want to thank you for voting us best roofing company in the best of NEA contest and Premier Magazine's contest. Northeast Arkansas has seen its fair share of bad storms, and with that comes storm chasing companies that don't have your best interests at heart. Roof Raiders is locally owned with fast, reliable service. When the sky is clear, Roof Raiders will still be here, ready to serve your family best. 
This is our hometown, too. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo, personally inviting you to join me for The Drive. It's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it. A-State in the Sun Belt, Arkansas in the SEC, plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on The Drive. It truly is a show about local sports, plus you never know when a song is going to break out. So join Will I Ain't and me for The Drive, weekday afternoons from 3 to 6, right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Most crop prices still down. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. July corn at 760 and three quarters, down 23 and three quarters, with September corn at 707 and three quarters, down 30. July soybeans at 1683, down 19, with August soybeans at 1599 and a quarter, down 23. July wheat at 991 and a half, down 42 and three quarters, with September wheat at 1003 and a quarter, down 43 and a half. July cotton at 145.10, up 165, with October cotton at 123.39, down 175. July rice at 16.14, down 8 cents. September rice at 16.53 and a half, down 6 and a half. Moving on to livestock now. June live cattle at 137.85, down 17 and a half. With August live cattle at 136.92 and a half, up 35. August feeder cattle at 175.60, up 265. September feeder cattle at 177.42 and a half, up 262 and a half. July lane hogs at 112.07 and a half, up 107 and a half. With August hogs at 109.82 and a half, up 195. That's your EAB Noon Market Report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC, field tested and farmer approved. Seeing agriculture at work all around us is like seeing hope in action. Farmers and Merchants Bank helps farmers and ranchers every day with production loans, equipment, real estate, and more. And we know finding the right lending expert is vital, too. That's why we now have our lenders and their areas of expertise right on our website, mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, and equal house. Lender growing with agriculture. Let's say you're presented a stock which yields a guaranteed 82% return. You'd put your money in it, right? That magical stock is called Farm Radio, and for our advertisers, it is pure gold. 82% of farmers listen to their trusted farm radio station at least four days a week. The moral of the story? Farm Radio pays dividends, and both the listener and the advertiser lived happily ever after. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Asking you today, what will Arkansas State football's best position group be in this upcoming season? 9303-776. We'll continue to discuss that in just a moment. Checking in on some Cardinal baseball from last night. I mean, sometimes you just tip your cap to the opposition, and that's just what it is, and you kind of move on from it. Um, The Cardinals had absolutely no offense to speak of, and this isn't one of those situations where you just kind of 
where you get frustrated or you talk about how nobody was playing well. They faced Corbin Burns. He's he's good. Now, did Miles Michaelis deserve to lose last night? No. Um, he pitched a very good game, just had one or two bad pitches in it that contributed to the 2-0 loss. But, yeah, Corbin Burns is just, he's he's good. He's a good pitcher. And, again, you just kind of tip your cap to him and move on. Looking at the box score from, from last night, you know, for Burns, he pitched seven innings. He allowed two hits, walked two batters. None of those came around to score. He struck out 10. That's that's a good a good performance. Of course, uh, the thing with the Brewers, for years now, they've had a pretty salty bullpen. So if their starter manages to make it seven, your team is probably not going to come back for a win. And that was the case last night. We mentioned that Josh Hader yesterday had been on paternity leave, but expected to see him back, you know, either last night or very, very early in the series. And he did come back and he did allow a hit. But yeah, he did secure his, you know, eight millionth save in the last season or so. He he had that streak snapped at one point, but yeah. uh so all that means usually is when a player that good has a snap streak, they just start another one. So that was his twentieth save <laughs> on the season. Miles Michaelis again was was good or he was he was fine, you know, six and a third, four hits, a couple walks, but uh he did uh allow a home run and that was that was I mean that was it. That was what decided the game as uh, there was a runner on. So two run homer there in the fifth inning, uh, but uh, just a pitcher's duel all game. Three hits for the Cardinals, six hits for the Brewers. But, again, one of those hits went a lot longer than any of the other hits on the day. So, uh, Cardinals will look to bounce back and even up that series tonight since, of course, this is uh, a, a matchup between two teams that came into this series tied atop the National League Central. So, now the Brewers are back on top by a game the Cardinals you know and, and part it is a competition so I'm not necessarily trying to be all doom and gloom here but they they got to 10 games above 500 and it's like they've been backpedaling ever since but again you can still still kind of turn it around I'm interested to see what happens in tonight's contest because for the birds they're going to throw Jack Flaherty back out there and he, you know, he wasn't great in his first start off the IL. Um, he did not seem very happy at all about how he was locating, or maybe the better way to describe it was how he was not locating his pitches that game. He only lasted three innings in, in his first start. And uh, three hits, a couple walks, again, just not, not really a good outing for him. But what will it look like for him tonight? What kind of pitch count will he be on? What will expectations be like? Obviously, they're going to want him to go more than three innings the second time around. So will he be able to do that? And uh, and just how will he continue to progress in his return from injury? With injury, the Cardinals did put Tyler O'Neill on the IL yesterday. So he was back for like a week. And now he's injured again. So... Cardinals still dealing with a few different situations there. On a positive note, uh, Jordan Hicks has started a rehab assignment um, in Memphis, by the way. Uh, he was scheduled to be there. No, excuse me. Uh, that assignment uh, begins tonight, by the way. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to be starting, if they just expect him to come in in relief, what exactly is the game plan there. But he is 
active uh, in the minors in Memphis and is going to be working to rehab. Um, and other kind of sort of cardinal news, uh, the first tally for the all-star voting is out. And as it should be, Paul Goldschmidt has a pretty commanding lead at first base. Nolan Arenado trails Manny Machado at third base. Uh, Machado is dealing with, I think, an ankle sprain right now. I don't know if they're putting him on the IL or not, but if Arenado catches fire for the next couple days, maybe he could he could pass him. Um, Albert Pujols, Yadier Molina, both third at their positions, at voting at their positions. So, again, that's just the first update. Uh, the All-Star break this year, isn't it just a little bit later than um, I don't know if it's later than normal. Not by by a significant amount, but I think maybe by one week since the season started a little bit later. Yeah, the uh, the game is scheduled for Tuesday, July the nineteenth. Usually, the All Star break I think is the week after July fourth. So it's I think it's pushed back a week, which makes sense since the season was pushed back a yeah. week. Uh, but uh, again, the first standings are out, and you can look at those at any and all MLB.com sites, and and you can look through there for your favorite player or team and see if you've got anybody that looks like they will be slated to start in that game. Uh, again, uh, tonight's game seven ten is when that started, and when that starts, and uh, it'll be coming up on ninety five nine the Wolf. Some other news from the NL Central. We mentioned yesterday that O'Neill Cruz was slated to make his debut for the Pittsburgh Pirates, one of their most talked-about prospects. And, of course, the thing with O'Neill is not just the fact that he's, like, good. Um, it's the fact that he's huge. At uh, six foot seven, I think he is the tallest shortstop to ever start. Yeah, he's a creative player, basically. Yeah. He had, like, the highest exit velo, or one of the highest exit velos of the season in his first at-bat last night. He had one of the, the first highlight that I saw of him was a throw that he made uh, from, of course, short to first, trying to, trying to get out a runner there. And the throw was clocked in at 96.7 yes. miles per hour. Yeah. And basically, like, O'Neill Cruz is why StatCast was created. For yes. For all of these, like, crazy numbers to throw into the game. Um, it was the hardest thrown assist by any infielder this season. And they started tracking this in 2015, third hardest infielder throw since then. The the only two higher, both by Fernando Tatis Jr. So uh, it's just it's just kind of it's just wild to watch him play. Again, he is just he is you know physically <laughs> just built different than almost anybody in Major League Baseball. The thing that that also caught my attention is in that game at one point in time he he was tagging from third on a fly out, a sacrifice fly to, I mean, it was not deep left. It was like shallow left almost. And just because of how tall he is, because of how long his stride is, he made it to play with, without really any issue. Um, he's just, he's, he's one to watch. I think it's, it's fair to say. Kind of feel bad today for, uh, let me make sure I get this guy's name right, uh, Bly Madras. Yes, that is an interesting name. But he also made his debut yesterday. He also uh, appeared for the Pirates and, like, nobody cared. <laughs> like, it's like, who are you? Yeah. We're all just here to watch O'Neill Cruz. 
But he went three for four with a couple RBIs and a run scored. Bly Madras. Nobody cares about that dude. Everybody just tuning in to see O'Neill Cruz. But uh, again, O'Neill Cruz put put on a show, so uh, so why not? Hey, I tell you what, uh, one more break to take this hour. Let's do it. Phone lines open nearing the break at 9303776. We'll be back right after this on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Yesterday, it was reported Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets are at an impasse regarding a contract extension. That sparked a lot of rumors about a possible super team in L.A., but before we start talking about a potential blockbuster, probably should pump the brakes a little bit. This might just be a negotiating ploy. In order to land Kyrie, the Lakers would have to probably send Russell Westbrook to Brooklyn. The point guard has a lot of flaws in his relationship with Kevin Durant, probably not the best after KD left the Thunder in favor of Golden State. Even if the two stars were willing to move past that, hard to see the Nets settling for any of the other Laker assets unless it's Anthony Davis. But a backcourt of Westbrook and Ben Simmons probably doesn't make Brooklyn any better, and the Lakers don't have any other assets that could help the Nets compete for a title. Once again, unless it's Anthony Davis. And that's a possibility. Westbrook, Anthony Davis for Ben Simmons and Kyrie. Let's pump the brakes right now. This is called a negotiating ploy by Kyrie. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Callaway's new Rogue ST Fairway Woods aren't just their longest ever. They're up to 10 yards longer. And now this game-changing distance comes in three models. Rogue ST Max, that fits most players because of the neutral ball flight. Then there's the Max D, engineered for a high launch and if you draw the ball. Finally, for better players, Max LS is Callaway's lowest spinning with neutral ball flight in a compact shape. Find your Rogue ST Fairway at CallawayGolf.com slash GoRogue. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service. Discover. Exceptionally common. Hello? Emily, it's Jennifer. I need your help. Oh, no. What's going on? I don't know if you've heard, but I'm having to work from home starting today, and I'm trying to get set up, but I can't even get calls from the office. Okay. Do you have the Spectrum VoIP app on your phone? No, I haven't set it up yet. Okay. I can log into the admin portal and forward your calls to your cell until I get it all set up. Thank you so much. You bet. Let me know when you're back in the office, and we'll get that app installed. That way, you'll never miss a call no matter where you are. Emily, you're the best. What about my video conference calls? I'll send you a link to the Spectrum VoIP portal just like we use in the office. Once you log in, you'll be able to use the chat feature and the video call feature right from your laptop. Fantastic. Now I need to get started working. When working from the office, at home, or on the road, Spectrum VoIP makes it easy. If you'd like a free demo, call 870-454-HELP. That's 870-454-4357. Or visit us online at calmersolutions.com. Spectrum VoIP from Calmer Solutions. Cloud-hosted, high-quality VoIP at the best price. 
Get discount pricing all month long when you custom order a new vehicle at Kavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro. Come in, make your order, and you'll be driving your new ride soon. Custom order a new 2022 Ford Edge. Get a $3,500 discount. Or custom order a new 2022 Ford Explorer. Get a $2,000 discount. Or custom order a new 2022 Ford Mustang. Also get a $2,000 discount. Check out our entire inventory at KavanaughFord.com. Every make, every model, just custom order it and get discount pricing. Custom order a new 2022 Ford Edge, get a $3,500 discount. Or custom order a new 2022 Ford Explorer, get a $2,000 discount. Or custom order a new 2022 Ford Mustang, also get a $2,000 discount. It's easy and quick and no money down when you order. Place your custom order today and drive away in your new ride soon. Only at Kavanaugh Ford, Highland Drive in Jonesboro or KavanaughFord.com. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We'll get back to our KevinOutCars.com question here in just a moment. There is some news, recruiting news for Arkansas State, but it's coming from the Diamond. As Hunter Thomas, who is from Rind Lake Baseball in Ida, excuse me, Ina, Illinois, has announced his commitment to play at Arkansas State. Quote, it's been a heck of a ride with my boys. I'm blessed to announce my commitment to Arkansas State University to continue my baseball career. I would like to thank my coaches, friends, and family for supporting me on this journey. In quote. So, uh, hopefully, we'll have time when we touch base with Jeff Reed of A State Nation coming up in the one o'clock hour, actually, right at one o'clock, to sprinkle in some baseball talk into that conversation as well and seeing what is going on there for the offseason uh, for Arkansas State. But uh, we'll have, of course, a lot of football to touch on as well. He joins us at one o'clock. 9303776 is the number to call if you can, of course, be brief because we will have to go to a break here in just a few moments to wrap up the hour. But Asking you for our KavanaughCars.com question. What's going to be A-State football's best position group in, in 2022? Um, I've got a couple, you know, legitimate answers today. I've got a couple of, of speak it into existence answers today. And not that you necessarily have to go crazy in talking the running backs into being one of the better groups on on that field because there's certainly the talent in that group to have a successful season. Now, of course, part of their play always depends on the the play of the, the offensive line, but we'll set that aside for just a second. When you look at that running back room right now, you know, there is uh, a, a guy that's coming in, of course, not coming in, excuse me, Johnny Lang returns, and he's going to be uh, one of the most used backs, of course, in that room. But the big X factor there is is Marcel Murray. He redshirted last year. Is he going to be healthy in 2022? If he's going to be healthy, then all of a sudden, this season is not going to look like last season in terms of how bad the run game was. Um, If he's healthy, Arkansas State is going to have more than four rushing touchdowns coming up in 2022. If he's healthy, uh, that also gives you talent, uh, excuse me, time to develop some of the backs behind him like Mike Sharp the second. 
But you look at this running back room, and, and you've got guys that have contributed quite a bit. You've got Johnny Lang in there leading the way. Marcel Murray, again, if he's healthy, can come back and be phenomenal. Isaiah Azubuki is still around as well, as he redshirted last year. Then you've got some newcomers in, in Bobby McMillan and Mike Sharp. I know they're really excited about Mike Sharp the second He was an early enrollee. Uh, you can find reasons to be excited about that group. Yes, this is a group that is missing Lincoln Perry as he decided to take his talents to Texas State in the offseason. But, you know, if Murray has the type of season that we all know he's capable of, um, I don't want to say Lincoln Perry won't be missed because he was he was a good player and he was a good leader for that program. But if Murray's healthy, he's not going to be missed as much because Murray's going to be out on the field. He's too talented not to. He's too fast not to. Yeah. So that's kind of the... That one of the speak into existence groups because if you have you know a strong running game it just changes so much about everything uh you've got a situation there where you know obviously it doesn't make your offense so one-dimensional that's that's the big thing right there it uh you know gives you more opportunities to be successful from from in short to distant situations if you can run the football and then of course if you're able to run it and you take some time off the clock then you're not having those situations where you have like a 30 second offensive drive that peters out and then you have to put the defense back out on the field after the defense was just out on the field for five minutes you know it just it it helps out in so many different ways so again, this is one of those things I'm trying to manifest today. A healthy Marcel Murray <laughs> into a very good group of, of running backs. We'll continue to look at that question, of course, an hour or two as well. Circling back around to a previous topic. In our CFL update, which I know is the only reason you all tune in on Tuesdays. We discussed that there are currently nine teams in the CFL. So every single week, because it's not a number, you got to have a team that, that has a bye week. So... We're going to go ahead and figure out some CFL expansion today. And it looks like the largest Canadian city that does not already have a CFL team is Mississauga. Never heard of it. It's in Ontario. It's got a population of 717,000 people. Mississauga. Either that or there could be a team in Halifax. Nova Scotia. I don't think Nova Scotia has a CFL team. I've heard of Nova Scotia. That's the only one I've heard of of those three. Um, Nova Scotia is one of the 13 provinces and territories of Canada. It is a maritime province. Nova Scotia is Latin for New Scotland. These are all things I learned like just now. (laughs) (laughs) Just now this second. I mean, having it mean New Scotland and its name being Nova Scotia is not that much of a stretch, but... Prior to eight seconds ago, I had not put those things together. Mainly because I think in the nine years of this program, we've never actually talked about Nova Scotia before. Yeah. First time for everything. We all learned something new today, right? Ralph the Dog, New Scotland, all learning together. Uh, How about in the next hour, we come back and learn about some A-State football recruiting. That's how we're going to lead off uh, the one o'clock hour again. A-State Nation publisher, Jeffrey going to be with us right at one so keep it here hope you join us for the second hour of today's workday red zone
Central Toyota has your vehicle and your back. And call Central Toyota today to schedule your service appointment. Don't put off tomorrow what can be done today. Central Toyota Service Department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, a tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Toyota. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Toyota. Schedule your service needs today on Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centraltoyota.com. Resetting your password, unsubscribing from emails, printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. Clark Property Insurance, the easy, trusted way to buy insurance in Jonesboro. Go to clarkins.net or call us at 931-7100. Save money and put Dad in a new recliner during the Father's Day sale going on now at Gamble Home. Right now at Gamble Home, you can save up to 30% on recliners and get the opportunity to win a $150 rewards card. Go buy and see all the brands available in the Farville Curve. Or you can take anything in the store home today at the all-new GH Express Uptown store on Highland in Jonesboro. That's right. Buy it today and enjoy it tonight at GH Express Uptown. Shop local and show dad how much you care at the Father's Day sale going on now at Gamble Home. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust JT White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. JT White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites. JT White Hardware Hardware and lumber, all the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. JT White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. Follow me on a new healthcare journey full of possibilities. Experience world-class care delivered by friends, family, and neighbors right here in your community. Bringing industry-leading technology to you, not the other way around. Your health record, your appointment scheduling, and your medications all in one place. And your lab results delivered the instant they're recorded. Do we look at healthcare differently? Absolutely. Experience the difference and you will too. NEA Baptist, healthcare for the next century. Hi, this is Bob Moore with More Air Conditioning. AC issues in the summer interrupt your life in more ways than one. We're here to help. When you need your air conditioning repaired, you need it fast. Get more assurance with the Moore same-day guarantee. We'll send a licensed, trained, and background check technician to your home the same day you call or you don't pay a service fee. That's the Moore assurance guarantee. Creating comfort one home at a time. 870-336-2023. Your Ticket Sports Update brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. Despite getting a quality start from Miles Michaelis, the St. Louis Cardinals dropped game one of a four-game series last night in Milwaukee, two to nothing, thanks to a two-run home run in the bottom of the fifth. The two teams will be back in action tonight at American Family Field with first pitch scheduled for 7-10 on 95-9 the Wolf. Meanwhile, Peyton Stovall drove in three and hit a home run, but it wasn't enough as the Arkansas Razorbacks fell 13-5 last night to Ole Miss. Next up for the Hogs will be an elimination game against Auburn tonight at 6 in Omaha. And Butch Jones and A-State football picked up their third commit of the 2023 class yesterday with the addition of Tristan Smith, who spent last season at Trinity Valley Community College. Meanwhile, Brooks Kepka has reportedly become the latest golfer to declare for the Live Tour. That's your Ticket Sports Update, sponsored by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deal on tires. Keep it tuned right here on the Ticket Radio Network.
This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. On today's Workday Red Zone, we've been talking a little A-State football today, so I want to continue that conversation, but kind of uh, shift to a recruiting focus as we welcome in A-State Nation publisher Jeff Reed to the conversation. Mr. Reed, how are you today? I'm doing well, Miss Richie. How are you? I'm doing all right. We got a lot to cover. We got a lot to catch up on. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a, a busy uh, late spring, early summer for the uh, for the Red Wolves. I want to start with kind of a, a general question with with this class of twenty three. Um, you know, last year the focus was super heavy on offensive linemen and, and just depth there. What is the focus of, of this year's class going to be? Well, I think you'll see uh, a, a lot, uh, maybe a bit more of uh, of overall. Balance, you know, maybe not so much emphasis on one area. They still want to add people in the offensive and defensive line and the linebackers. Uh, it's things are like you and I discussed this morning. Things are differently now. It's not so much where you're locked into 25 spots anymore that you can add. Uh, now it's just more open ended, and it's more like you have a full 85 to work with. Mm-hmm. So if you lost 30 guys, then you could add 30 guys and. And work it that way. So I think uh, one thing they'll do is is they'll see they're really going to be very very young next year. I think there's like fourteen or fifteen seniors on this roster, and a lot of it depends on how the young linemen, especially on the offensive side, uh, and come along during the summer and next season before they start addressing the twenty three needs, and they may decide that they need some more mature offensive linemen and. And they might go JUCO or, or the portal. So, but I think there's always going to be an emphasis uh, with this staff on offensive and defensive line. They want to add a quarterback, obviously, maybe two if they get the right guy. A running back, some wide out. There's not quite the emphasis on wide receivers now as there was under the previous administration because it's just a different offensive philosophy. Um, Blake Anderson need a lot of receivers because they ran a lot of four out, four wides. And, mm-hmm chunk the ball a whole lot uh but there's not so much i think butch wants to be more of a running wants to be able to run the football more so we'll see what happens uh, but i think you'll always start with uh, offensive and defensive line and a lot of those kind of six four six five athletic guys that could play tight end wide receiver outside linebacker you know that could fill or put on some weight and play the play the in defensive end I think you'll see a lot of guys like that, too. Backing up uh, a, a couple weeks and then working towards today uh, in terms of some of the news lately, uh, you go back a couple weekends, A-State football had over 1,000 high school players on, on campus. How did, how did they pull that off? Well, I, I think part of it was, and, and I really 
you know, I'm sure, I don't know if they're the first to do this, but, but they had a 7-on-7 tournament. Well, when you'd have a 7-on-7 tournament, that's usually probably, what, 12 to 15 kids per school, you know, but they coupled that with a camp for offensive and defensive linemen, guys who aren't involved in the 7-on-7 game. So uh, a coach could bring his whole te- basically his whole team up here, have some working 7-on-7, I think they had 24 teams, which was a, which was a full, which was capacity. So they had no more enforcement. But those schools also could bring their offensive and defensive linemen, and other offensive and defensive linemen could come. They didn't have to be affiliated with the school that was in the seven on seven. So it's uh, yeah, it, it, it was actually a brilliant thing, and it's one thing. You know, Butch and I talked about this, and he mentioned, and he said, you know, this is not only recruiting for the football team. I said, you got to a thousand prospective students for the university yeah. on campus. You know, a lot of those guys, they they realize high school is probably going to be it for them. They won't get to play college, but hey, they get to get up here on campus and maybe it creates a, a positive impression. And uh, and I thought when it comes time to go to college, he said, you know, I really thought Jonesboro was a nice town and and uh, it really liked it. So maybe they consider going to school here. Maybe they Maybe they come. So, but yeah, it was uh, it was great, and they had a, they also had a, a prospect camp the night before, which had I think uh, two hundred and something kids in it. So, it's been uh, the camp season has really brought a lot of numbers to Jonesboro. One of the guys who was on campus uh, that weekend, Tyler Scott, defensive back out of Mableton, Georgia, uh, Pebblebrook, ends up committing. Uh, so, what do we need to know about that first commit to the class of 2023? Well, he's uh, he's long and lanky, six two guy. I actually talked to his uh, his coach, uh, Leroy Hood, who is an old McGee owl that played in Arkansas, and he's a Southeast Arkansas guy like me. So we we had a little bit to chat about when we talked. But uh, he's uh, he told me he said he's kind of under the radar right now, and he thinks that. Uh, before it's all said and done, a season that the Power Fives will come calling on this guy. He's, there's been a trend in football lately to go to, to longer, taller cornerbacks, and and Tyler is the guy who can who can play that spot. But he could also move over and play safety. And you like versatility. Usually, cornerbacks are your most athletic guys back there, so they can play other spots. But it helps one is six two, you know. And if by some chance he carry he carry more weight, you know, maybe he can move closer to the line of scrimmage. You just don't know. Yeah. But he's got a good frame to start with. He's very athletic. He runs track some. And uh, uh, Coach Hood was very high on the guy. It took, you know, three days after that for A-State to land the, the second commitment of that class, and that was DeAndre Burns. Uh, everything I've read about this young man, just just an athlete. But how will he fit in this picture for A-State? Well, uh, there's one thing that uh, that Bush Jones likes in his players and that speed, and, and DeAndre has that. Uh, uh, class, uh, see, I think he won the 100 meters in the media champs and also in the long jump, which he's right at 20, I think his best was 23-3. And this is a guy that's not concentrating fully on track, so 23-3. And to put that in perspective, and I looked it up on the, on the A-State track website, if a guy can jump 23-6 in high school, that's somebody they consider giving a scholarship to. So that that, that shows some that shows some burst, that shows some power, some acceleration. Uh, he's a good football player. He's uh, he led El Dorado to the uh, to the six eight or five eight track championship. 
the school first time the school's ever won one and uh, everybody i talked to just says he's just a great guy and uh somebody that's kind of one of those low maintenance guys that coaches love you don't have to worry about them doing their grades and their homework and getting in trouble so uh because you usually get a few of those just because you add 110 guys to your team but uh he's uh a very, very intriguing prospect. Talking with Jeff Reed here of A-State Nation, uh, astatenation.com, of course, a place to find all the, the write-ups there. With Burns, you know, you mentioned how good he is in track and field. Is there any interest from Burns from Arkansas State in him being a two-sport athlete, or is this going to be a football-only guy when he gets to campus? I don't know. I haven't asked him that. and But I would, my guess would be he's going to be uh, a football-only you know, he's kind of right there at the cusp of being, you know, a track guy. And he might, he might be differently. You know, he he loves it. I don't know, I don't know if he's quite got the foot speed uh, to com- to compete with the track team like Omar Walker has. You know, who who scored in points in the yeah. indoor conference meet and almost I think he almost did in the outdoor, but that was outdoors with limited work, but. Uh, but as a, as a jumper, a 23-3 long jump, you know, and, and you, I don't know what his coaching level was like at El Dorado. I don't want to insult anybody, but usually you'll get a little bit better coaching when you get to college. And uh, so he, he might could be a 24. He might could improve, you know, a foot or so. And then all of a sudden now you've got a guy that's going to score your points in the in the conference meet. You know, he'd have to he'd have to juggle that with football because football is giving him a scholarship paying the bill. So. Uh, they're gonna get they're gonna get first dips there. Sure. Uh, moving forward to to yesterday, it had kind of been hinted around out there that Arkansas State picked up a, a commitment, a guy that can help out this season. But then we saw that news officially come out. Tristan Smith going to be added to that O line room. So we discussed prior to the show his his classification, but uh, you know where where does he fit in? Well, all I know is I don't know whether to count him with the twenty two class which was ranked first in the conference, or the 23 class. Uh, all I know is he'll be on the 85 for the 2022 <laughs> season. All right. Uh, so you can kind of – I kind of think of him more as a 22 guy. Uh, but he's a Crossed Eagle and a Trinity Valley College uh, freshman. He played there two games and pulled a hamstring. He came out, he came out of Crossed and went to Trinity Valley, which is a very solid program in Texas. And earned a starting job right off the bat, and played two games, pulled his hamstring, and as I told him, he told me last night, the plan was always to go JUCO one year and then try to get a, a four-year scholarship. And he decided to go ahead and take his medical red shirt, and that way he could, with his new school, he would have four years. So that's what he did. And uh, we've got a story out, but the, the funny part of it, he told me, he said he got offered from Troy. University, mm-hmm. and uh, he waited three or four days, and then he posted on his Twitter. And then after that, uh, Coach Andy Kwan started hitting him up, <laughs> and basically said, "Why do you want to go to Troy? Arkansas State's a lot closer." And he basically told him, "He said, Coach, you offer me a scholarship right now, I am all in." So it was a, I think it was an easy sell for for both guys. And, uh, he's six three, two eighty five, very strong, moves pretty good. He'll be a guard, uh, so he's. Uh, he, he's, a, he's got a promising future, and he just, like I said, he's a 
basically from what I hear uh, from people in CrossFit, uh, he's a very low maintenance guy. You know, he does what he wants, he does what he's told to do, and what's expected of him. So, um, hopefully, it turns out to be a plus plus. I I really think that he he'll probably get playing time this year, probably in a, in a depth, depth spot. With uh, with him coming in and again being on campus soon, he'll he'll count towards this eighty five. So where is that eighty five at? Is he number eighty one, eighty two, number eighty five? Are there more spots full? What what does that look like? Okay, this is my guess, and it's not for sure. I think he's number eighty three. Okay. Uh, number eighty two has not been announced yet, but should be coming out anytime soon. And uh, I actually slipped on our insider board and told him who he is. But I kind of li- I don't like to try to steal the kids' thunder. You know, this is a this is a big thing to get to announce where you're going to school and you're committed. So I always kind of you know it used to be there was a the time when everybody wanted to be the first one to announce it. But now you kind of hold back and and you let the kids do their own announcing. You know, which I think I think that's fair and I, I think it's awesome. But uh, so to answer your question, number eighty-two has not been announced yet, but he's in the. He'll be here soon. Number 83 is uh, Tristan Scott Smith, I mean, from uh, CrossFit. And then 84 and 85 are still to be announced or still to be found. Okay. Uh, switching gears for just a moment, I, I did see an announcement uh, come out from a, a baseball player, Hunter Thomas, that he had committed to play A-State baseball. How is how is the offseason going for the Red Wolves on that front? Well, I think what you're uh, – haven't heard uh, – I've talked to Tommy briefly through text, but they haven't really had a sit-down interview. It's kind of been of a – they're doing a, a pretty serious roster makeover. Uh, for one thing, there is the need – and this is something that Tommy and I talked about during the season. College baseball has matured and, it, and it has become an, an, an older player's game. And if you look at A-State's roster last year, there were a lot of issues, and one of them was youth. I mean, they played, they played a lot of young guys. Uh, so, to compete, you have to, you have to, you have to have older guys. Part of that's because, you know, it used to be the major league baseball draft was what 45, 47, 50 rounds or something like that. Yeah. Now they draft twenty guys. So basically, a lot of those guys who would take that shot to go play pro baseball, they're hanging around. They're good players, especially at the college level. They're hanging around in college, and they're still there. So that makes the college game even better. You know, I think like Notre Dame has started the team that's in the College World Series of all seniors. I mean, it's and it used to, that used to not be the case because a lot of times once a guy got to be a junior, he could be drafted. But there aren't there's aren't as many minor league teams now. There aren't as many players drafted. So uh, the older guys are sticking around and playing and. And, and I think that's, Arkansas State got caught in that situation last year. Now that baseball team had a lot of issues, and one and one of them, as you and I have discussed, was fielding. It was yeah. really bad. But uh, but that was part of it. They were, you know, you look at the lineup. I think seven of the nine guys that swing in the bat were either freshmen or sophomores. You know, so it, it it's it's tough. And that but that's the roster makeover, right? Like I said, I haven't had a chance to really catch up with Tommy, I know that they have been busy, and I know that uh, a lot of guys were, were let go, and a lot of guys have entered the portal, and a lot of feelings were hurt, but, I mean, it, that's kind of the way it is in, in college athletics now. I want to switch gears and throw one more question at you before we let you get out of here and, and 
get back to your day as we wrap up our conversation with A-State Nation publisher Jeff Reed. Uh, I want you to weigh in on our question of the day. What is going to be Arkansas State football's best position group in 2022? Hmm. Let me think. I think the running back room is going to be really good. Uh, offensive line, too young. I think the linebacker room may have made the biggest improvement. Uh... Uh, da, 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 quarter, I think the quarterback room will be better. Uh, that may be the best because I think, uh, for one thing, you know, James Blackman, the poor guy, every school he goes, they change OCs, and he said, this is this is the first time he's had the same offensive coordinator two years in a row. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, you got Jackson Daly, the, the freshman that they're very, very, very high on. I don't know how much he gets to play this year. I'm, I'm sure I know he'll get four games because they won't experience if he doesn't wind up with still winning the job. But I think the uh, transfer they got from Miami, Ohio, AJ Mayer, who is—he's uh, not a bad football player at all. That guy has won some games, and uh, he's big and he's strong, and he can run some, and he's got a good arm. I, I, I think, if considering your older guys, were AJ and and James, I think you got an improvement among your top two guys there. Uh, and they needed to go get somebody like AJ because you had James and then you had a bunch of freshmen. Yeah. So you kind of needed you kind of needed the bridge there. And AJ's a junior. He, he's uh, his brother. I can't remember. I don't know his first name, but he's a brother's a tight end at Notre Dame. He's a Kentucky guy. We haven't talked a whole lot about him, but he's you know you go look at his film. The guy can play some. I mean, so. Uh, and, and he'll be a guy that will push James, but I also think Jack Daly's going to push Daly get James quite a bit. So I think those three there, maybe the quarterback room, might be uh, might be the best room on the team. Okay. Hey, what can our listeners find right now at AstateNation.com? Well, we've got a lot of recruiting stuff and trying to catch up on the guys that have visited and guys that are leaning closely and guys that are committed, so... Uh, it's that time of year where we're starting to do recruiting. We're starting to work on a couple of little projects. I'm not going to drop the, the news now because if I do, then something happens. Way my life's been lately. I get sidetracked way too much. But uh, I got a 18 year old getting ready to go off to college on some this weekend, so I've spent a lot of time devoted to that. But uh, but anyway, so it's uh, it, there's a lot of things there. Like all the usually the commitment news, at least on the inside, is. Uh, before everybody else, so uh, give us a look. All right, hey, uh, I'm gonna. I know I've still got to check out that uh, that write up on Tristan Smith here today, so I'll be looking forward to that. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Oh, you bet. Anytime. We'll see you, Mr. Reed. See you, buddy. Again, A State Nation publisher Jeff Reed, there with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. Lengthy chat, but man, we had a lot to go over. It's been a, <laughs> a busy summer. For a state, and of course, he had, as he usually does, all the info there for us. So, uh, if you if you caught on to that conversation late, if you're just now joining us, we'll have that entire chat with you, uh, chat with Jeff Reed up for you at 953theticket.com later on this afternoon. Again, I mean, he covers all three of the recent commits, uh, two that won't be here until 2023, one that will be on campus here soon. Talked about some camps. Talked about. Uh, baseball as well. So, uh, again, great chat with Jeff Reed. And also, just a big hat tip to him. Uh, without fail, if I reach out to him and say, hey, can we touch base? He 
he always steps up and, and is kind enough to join us. So that is always, always, always appreciated. Uh, interesting news here from the NFL. We're going to double check and see if it's out there from, from more than one or two sources and come back and tell you about it right after the break. Uh, big name out there, possibly retiring. More on that when we come back here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Inspect, rotate, inflate. June is Tire Awareness Month, and Local Tire and Wheel wants to make sure you're safe on the road as you kick off your summer travel season. I mean, nobody wants to be driving down the highway on tires that you don't trust. And that's why Local Tire and Wheel is reminding you to inspect, rotate, inflate. And they're taking your worries away by doing free tire inspections all month long. And proper tire inflation can save you as much as 10 cents per gallon. And 80% of us ride around with improper inflation. So let Local Tire and Wheel get you on the right road today. And Local Tire and Wheel now offers six months, same as cash. So you get the cash price, but you have six months to pay. And if you need longer to pay, that's cool too. Local Tire and Wheel will build a payment plan that fits your budget with no credit check and everyone approved. So get brand new, safe, reliable tires from the name you can trust. Local Tire and Wheel. Because local is better. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireAndWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Hytrol's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world. You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytrol. It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. If think about the idea of moving the world, everything that we use in our day-to-day lives that our families use everything is impacted by the work that we do at high troll and so there's a bigger purpose there become a part of the high troll family visit careers.hytroll.com experience meets innovation at first national bank of eastern arkansas after more than 135 years of servicing our east arkansas communities we are the region's largest independently owned bank First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas continues to invest in new products and services to best serve all our banking customers. This year, we've rolled out mobile pay technology, enabled mobile depositing from wherever you are, and a new Roundup savings feature to help you take charge of your savings. Come and see what's new at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. There's nothing quite like seeing a baseball crushed over the fence when the Red Wolves are on the diamond. Crushing the hood of your car is a different story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back in the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first Call Collision Repair at 935-9482. Farmers, have you booked your new crop corn and Milo? Before you do, call Pico Foods. Pico is buying new crop corn and Milo at always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, supports local producers, and they're buying new crop corn and Milo right now. In Arkansas and Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601. 670-9383. 90 The Wolf is once again your home for the St. Louis Cardinals, and you can hear every pitch of the 2022 season thanks to 1812 Pizza Company, Angie Gallagher of United Country Scenic Rivers Realty, Purcell Tire and Service Center, Sane Motors, Hilltop Family Dentistry, Play It Again Sports, Boars, Kitchen and Bath, Munchies, Oldham Law Firm, Branching Out Tree Service, Car Choice, Domino's Pizza, Gasway Ace, Clark Property Insurance, Harris Ford, Legendary Supplements, The Social, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Nebo Auto Center, Craighead Electric, Jonesboro Sports Car, and memorabilia, JT White Hardware and Lumber, Calmer Solutions, and Cox Implement. 
This is John Stossel. Anything that makes it harder for you to speak limits your life. So if stuttering affects you or your child or someone you know, you can call the Stuttering Foundation for help. The number is 800-992-9392. That's toll-free, 800-992-9392. Or you can visit their website, www.stutteringhelp.org. They can refer you to expert help in your state. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Cade with you with some breaking but not surprising news necessarily from the NFL. Jordan Schultz has reported that Gronk is done again. Uh, in a tweet put out by Schultz uh, right before we went to break, in fact, he said, quote, breaking. Rob Gronkowski tells me he's retiring. The future first ballot Hall of Famer won four Super Bowls while earning a spot on the NFL's 100th anniversary team and 2010's All-Decade team. An all-time great officially hangs him up at 33 years old, end quote. Uh, Schultz, by the way, is uh, a basketball insider and analyst, also does some football work as well, obviously. Uh, So he's kind of all over the place. Haven't seen anyone else necessarily confirm this yet, but again, this is what Schultz is reporting. Over the last uh, six minutes or so. Of course, this is not the first retirement for Rob Gronkowski. Uh, He set out the entire 2019 season um, after a decade in New England. Uh, Gosh, some of the stories that he told after um, that 2018 season with New England. I mean, he just sounded sounded like a 30-year-old dude in the body of an 80-year-old man. Yeah, I mean, just talking about how hard it was to get out of bed and things like that. And uh, so he set out that 19th season, returned in 2020, of course, uh, swapped teams like his good buddy Tom Brady, went from New England to Tampa Bay and then spent the previous two seasons there. So Gronk, uh, again, looks like he's going to to hang it up, uh, hang him up one more time. If so, he wraps up his NFL career with 92 touchdowns uh, over the years, 9,200, almost 9,300 yards, and just a guy who is widely considered the best to do it at, at his position. Um, numerous awards through the years. We talked about the the all-pro accolades, the rings, the things like that. So, again, he will be, uh, whenever, whenever it's time, uh, he will be a guy that will instantly be in the Hall of Fame. But we'll see if there are more reports of that coming out throughout the course of the day. But, uh, yeah, not, uh, again, not necessarily surprising based on stories he's told in the past about yeah. what fo- football has is, is done to him. By the way, I went back and I was looking at, at his accolades. He is, uh, you know, he's been sidelined a few different times in his in his career. In fact, uh, he was beat up enough that he was in the running for the Comeback Player of the Year not once but twice. Um, and, and actually probably would have been in the running the third time in 2022. Uh, but he won the Comeback Player of the Year in, in 2014, finished third for it in 2017. But that just, again, kind of shows you how how many times he's been sidelined throughout his career and, and how tough football has been on him physically. 
So uh, Gronk done at the age of 33. Uh, 9303776 is the number to call. A question we've been asking you today. What will be A-State football's best position group in 2022? And, you know, I'm kind of interested. Nobody says, nobody online. And honestly, I didn't even write it down on, on my sheet when I was thinking of different groups. What about the A-State tight end group? In terms of, of talent, that that's a monster group. Um, you look at what A-State had on that roster last year, what they've got coming back. You know, it's it's a small group, but there's a ton of talent in there. I'm starting, you know, kind of presently with the newcomers and working our way backwards. The highest rated commitment of the 22 class is in the tight end room. It's Miller, McCr- Miller McCrumby. He was the highest rated rated signee. Um, a, a young man at a Mount Pleasant High School in Mount Pleasant, Texas. Of course, he was an early enrollee, so he's been through the spring. He's ready to go for this fall. But they were really excited about that young man. You look back at last year at the guys who were able to contribute in that tight end room. Emmanuel Stevenson was a primary starter as a true freshman. Came in and they loved, loved the way he played. And, of course, he was certainly not the only guy that came in in that group that was able to contribute. We saw a lot of Sadie Traore as well. And, of course, Sadie Traore is the dude that they just cannot quit raving about. He's the guy that they, you know, originally compared to, to Travis Kelsey because, of course, Butch Jones coached Kelsey at Tennessee. So they, they love him. And, again, you've still got guys in that room like Reed Tyler. Uh, in that tight end room. So when you're looking at, uh, again, it's certainly, it's it's not the biggest room by any stretch of the imagination. You've only got a handful of bodies in there, but th- they're all talented, talented players. And again, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that that entire room just kind of slipped my mind, just completely did until we were just talking about, you know, Gronk, good. Really, 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 really good. Tied into the NFL. Uh, this news is kind of all over the place now. In fact, uh, it looks like Rob Gronkowski might have even put out uh, a statement himself in the last 36 minutes here. Um, so we are going to <laughs> read this along with you for the first time. I'm one of those people who just like read directly off the screen. So I'm going to cross my fingers that Gronk didn't put in profanity in this <laughs> statement. Uh, quote, in college, I was asked to write about a dream job opportunity that I wanted to pursue and where the location would be. Every time I had to write about my future, no matter what, I picked being a professional football player. For that assignment, though, we had to pick the location. So I wrote that I wanted to play in Tampa for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for many reasons, the sunny weather being number one. (laughs) I completely forgot about writing this report until two years ago when I had the opportunity to join the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let me tell you, the journey in Tampa over the last two years has blown away what I originally wrote about in college big time. And for this, I want to thank the entire First Class Bucks organization for an amazing ride, trusting me to come back and play and help build a a championship team. I will now be going back into my retirement home, walking away from football again with my head held high, knowing I gave it everything I had, good or bad, every time I stepped out on the field. The friendships and relationships I have made will last forever. And I appreciate every single one of my teammates and coaches for giving everything they had as well. From retirement Back to football and winning another championship, and now back to chilling out. Thank you to all. Buccaneers fans, the crews, without you guys, uh, none of this is possible. All of y'all abroad at every game. Thank you for all you do. Cheers to what's next. Maybe sailing the seas. Arg, like a pirate would say. 
<laughs> I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do my best pirate impersonation. Well, uh, Gronk should put out a video for that. But yeah, so he's done. He's done again. Um, at 33 years old, you would you would think that it it will stick this time. Um, retirement says of late, the NFL have had a hard time sticking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, since this is the second one from for Gronk, it's. It, uh, you would think it, it would happen again. He put that entire message we just read, he put that out on his Instagram. Now, Adam Schefter, who of course has all the agents on speed dial, NFL insider Adam Schefter, picks up the phone and immediately texts Gronk's agent, Drew Rosenhaus, who says, quote, it would not surprise me if Tom Brady calls him during the season to come back and Rob answers the call. This is just my opinion, but I wouldn't be surprised if Rob comes back during the season or next season. So, like, before Gronk could even put out his own statement, you've got the Drew Rosenhaus, Adam Schefter report. So, I mean, cue the drama there, I guess. Yeah, I doubt he comes back. Yeah, I think, uh, again, this is this is the second time. Unless he's going, you know, unless he's looking ahead and going for that third time's a charm retirement next year. I don't know. We'll just take him at his word. Rob Gronkowski is now a former NFL player announcing his retirement today and a future Hall of Fame player. Uh, so uh, we'll see if anything else comes out of that today. But uh, I tell you what, let's go ahead and hit pause. We're just a couple minutes overdue for a break. Uh, we haven't checked in on Omaha. Uh, the action on the field that's currently underway. Yesterday's action or even the Jello Shot leaderboard. So all of that when we come back here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Jonesboro's first and best free fireworks show is coming back to Joe Mack Campbell Park. It's all during Fourth Fest 2022, presented by NEA Baptist, Super Sam's Fireworks, and the Baird Auto Group. As always, we'll start celebrating our independence one night early with free fireworks on Sunday night, July the 3rd at Joe Mack. Yes, Fourth Fest starts on the 3rd with free fireworks at 9 p.m. Then the fun continues Monday morning, July the 4th at 9 a.m. with the return of the red, white, and blue color run. It's only $10 per person, and registration begins at 8 a.m. A portion of the proceeds go to the United Way of Northeast Arkansas. It's all at Joe Mack Campbell Park with free fireworks at 9 p.m. on July 3rd and the red, white, and blue color run July the 4th at 9 a.m. It's Fourth Fest 2022, presented by the Baird Auto Group, Super Sam's Fireworks, and NEA Baptist. And also sponsored by First National Bank, Gazaway Ace, Mr. T's, JT White Hardware and Lumber, George Kell Motors, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Hijinks, Collision Repair, Jim's Pawn Shop, Hilltop Family Dentistry, Glen Sane Motors, NEA Golf Cars, Elite Eye Care, Calmer Solutions, and Power Broadband, and First Financial Mortgage. Tired of high prices at your grocery store? Well, Chili Grill is back with mega blowout meat sales this week in Paragold and Jonesboro. Wholesale to the public in 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Chili Grill also has special T-bones, New York strips, fillets, and sirloin strips as low as $4 a steak. Plus family packs of steak, chicken, seafood, and pork. Get on down to 1710 Linwood Drive outside the Holiday Store in Paragold or 1600 Red Wolf Boulevard at the Community Fellowship Church across from Walmart Neighborhood Market in Jonesboro. Wednesday, June the 22nd through Saturday, June the 25th from 10 a.m to 7 p.m. each day. Get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. That's right, 20 ribeyes. 
fries for 40 bucks. And don't forget the Chillin' Grill specialty bones, New York strips, fillets, and sirloin strips for as low as $4 a steak, as well as boneless, skinless chicken breasts and a variety of seafood and shrimp. Don't miss out. Get on down to the Chillin' Grill Mega Blowout Meat Sales at the Holiday Store at 1710 Linwood Drive in Paragould or Community Fellowship Church, 1600 Red Wolf Boulevard in Jonesboro, Wednesday, June the 22nd through Saturday, June the 25th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. while supplies last. So before you hit the campground, the lake, or any other getaway, be sure you stop by Mr. T's. Because at Mr. T's, hot weather still means the coldest beers at the absolute best prices. And with more than 200 beer selections from all around the world, they're sure to have what you're looking for at Mr. T's. So whether it's across those Kahlua-colored waters at Riverside or in the curve at Red Onion, stop by and see why 365 days a year, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 pizza on Race Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragol. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. Hey guys, if you want to feel better than you have in a long time, you need to reach out to my friends at Elite Men's Health. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter and people ask me all the time about my results with testosterone replacement therapy at Elite Men's Health. And I can tell you this firsthand, 100% testosterone replacement therapy works. So it's helped me feel better than I have in forever. So if you feel run down or tired all the time, you might have low testosterone. And if you feel like you have less strength than you used to, if you feel like you have less endurance, you might have low testosterone. And if you're struggling to lose belly weight or experiencing lower libido, you might have low testosterone. And that's where Elite Men's Health comes in. Go by for an evaluation. Let Elite check your levels. And if your levels are low, let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So since I've been going to Elite, my total testosterone has increased 400%. And my free testosterone is up over 300%. So if you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro and EliteMensHealth.com. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, action underway already today in Omaha. Full day of elimination games. That's, that's it right now. You win or you go home. And the slate starting with Texas A&M and Notre Dame. Those teams scoreless so far. In the middle of the second inning, uh, of course, uh, coming up later, Arkansas, Auburn, an elimination game there that's going to begin at 6 o'clock as the Diamond Hogs uh, did not have really much success yesterday in a 13-5 to loss against Ole Miss. Uh, the teams kind of swapped blows in the first couple innings, and then Ole Miss scored a couple times in the third, and then... Scored again in the fifth, and then scored again later. And in Arkansas, didn't really look alive until till what scoring three or so runs. Yeah, uh, two runs, I think, maybe in the ninth inning. Um, tried to have a late rally, but at that point in time, the the Ole Miss lead was just just way too much. So I'm I'm genuinely curious because Ole Miss for an SEC team was fairly mediocre in the regular season. They sure they had some good wins because they've been a good team for forever. But again, this is a team that that was considered to be on the bubble heading into postseason play. So how all of a sudden did they flip the switch and become 
the only team who's gone completely unbeaten throughout the entire postseason. Well, they're hitting the crap out of the ball for one. I mean, <laughs> that usually helps. Yeah, that helps a lot. And their pitching has been a whole lot better in the, in the postseason than it was in the regular season. I don't know. It's crazy. Baseball is just a weird, stupid, dumb sport where a team that shouldn't be in Omaha is the hottest team and the best team in Omaha right now. Again, 13 runs last night against Arkansas. But I was curious. I wanted to pull up their schedule. I, you know, I followed the the Super Regional um, in in Hattiesburg because I was curious with with Southern Miss them being an incoming team how that one would go. And of course, Ole Miss just beat the brakes off of them. I think it was what 15 to nothing maybe in the two games that were played there. Um, so you had the pitching and the hitting going very very well for the Rebs in that one. But uh, thirteen to five last night, five to one before that, two wins by the combined score, fifteen to nothing against Southern Miss in the Supers, and then going back to the regionals in Miami, started out with a seven to four win, followed by a two to one win, and then in the regional clinching game, a twenty two to six pummeling of Arizona. So, yeah, I think the offense is doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was surprising last night. I thought uh, I thought that would be a close game, and it was it was not. I thought it would be as well. I do think, you know, so many storylines throughout the course of, of these uh, postseason games have been, like, young players saying stupid things, you know, kind of taunting the baseball gods by saying, oh, we're, you know, not worried about this team or our offense is better or whatever. There was a player interviewed from Ole Miss, and he was just – he didn't try and take any jabs at the Razorbacks or anything like that. I think he had – he just had some funny comments somewhere along the lines of, you know, the, the less less home runs you give up, the less woo pigs you have to hear. And so that's our goal, just to not hear that many woo pigs. And, well, I have no doubt there were several that surely occurred last night in, in Omaha, especially after yeah. the obscene amount of jello shots that fan base took down. It looked like it was a pro, like, Ole Miss crowd. I didn't see – I mean, I know there were Arkansas fans there, obviously, but it looked like there were way more Ole Miss fans just from some of the aerial shots. Were all the Arkansas fans still at Rocco's? I don't know. They may have been. We'll update that uh, in in just a moment. But uh, looking at the bracket here before we switch gears and look at the <laughs> Jello shot standings. Uh, who we got in this thing still remaining? Uh, Stanford went home yesterday, so they joined Texas as the two schools that have had their lights turned out so far at DJ's Sports Bar. But uh, in the uh, in bracket play that's going on right now, again, you've got Texas A&M and Notre Dame playing in an elimination game, still scoreless uh, very early in that one. And they... The winner there goes on to face Oklahoma, who has not had a loss yet. Then, of course, in bracket two, which is uh, the bracket that Arkansas is in, an elimination game tonight, 6 o'clock, Arkansas and Auburn. And then Ole Miss is the team that does not have a loss on that side of things. So the the two undefeated teams right now, both teams that came into this unseeded. And then overall, you know, the highest seed left remaining is Texas a and you got two seeded teams left out of the six that are still alive. Stupid sport. Awesome, <laughs> awesome, stupid sport. Uh, so it's going to continue to be fun to to follow that one. Now for what everybody really wants to know, who is atop the shot leaderboard at Rocco's. And yesterday was an absolutely bonkers day. 
Um, if you're not keeping up on Twitter, it's CWS Shot Board is where they continue to update these. So uh, they posted an update three hours ago. Arkansas with a commanding lead, and we'll look more about it in a moment. But here is a storyline from yesterday. So we told you during the day that uh, right when we signed off that they would be putting out an updated leaderboard at 5 o'clock on their Twitter. Well, what we saw right about that time is we saw two different, um, like, outdoor companies decide to start swinging haymakers at each other. So you had banded brands that strolled in a little bit before 5 o'clock in order 1, 2, 3, 4, 500 jello shots to count for the Arkansas standings. Well, then Realtree decided to come in and order 900 shots to count towards the Ole Miss standings, which would have put, I think, Ole Miss ahead at that point in time. So not to be outdone, Banded Brands came back and decided to order another 1,000 jello shots for the Arkansas faithful. And shout out to to Banded Brands. Look, this seems like a crazy amount of money to spend on jello shots that people probably are not even taking because yeah, they've got to be jello shotted out. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like now, the jello shots aren't even being drank. No. But uh, whoever runs Banded Brands, whoever has been... They're ordering the shots and putting them on Banded Brands tabs. Apparently, is uh, took care of the crew. Quote, not only that, but he tipped the crew an extremely generous amount. So, back in my previous life, I was a bartender. So, I always want to make sure people take care of uh, the, the bartenders and the servers at places like this. So, I'm glad to hear that that's the case in the uh, Rocco's Jello Shot Challenge. But on to today's standings. Again, updated three hours ago. Arkansas uh, continued their lead. 6,526 shots ordered. Second is Ole Miss. 54-28. So the gap wider now than we've seen in a while. And everybody else, the other six teams, you could add up all of their shot totals and multiply by five, and I still don't think you'd get to the Arkansas total. So they're irrelevant. The only thing, the only question left to answer there is really who's going to come in dead last. Stanford has had that claim uh, throughout the entire tournament. However, they're not that terribly far behind Texas. And uh, so by the end of it, I, I fully expect to see Stanford pass Texas so that way the Longhorns can truly underachieve in everything. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Would not be surprised. Yeah. Would not be surprised at all. Um, I'm not sure what all we still need to touch on today that we meant to, or maybe we've already, I don't even know. I don't know what we're doing. I know we got to take one more break, so let's go ahead and do that, and then we'll come back and, and wrap up everything here on today's Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports, and when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo, personally inviting you to join me for the drive. It's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it. A-State in the Sun Belt, Arkansas in the SEC, plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on the drive. It truly is a show about local sports, plus you never know when a song is going to break out. So join Will I Ain't and me for The Drive, weekday afternoons from 3 to 6, right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. Oh! 
It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Get your chores done in comfort with a Case IH Farmall compact tractor with factory-installed cab. From sunny day mowing to dusty leaf blowing and windy weather snow blowing, Baker Implement has a Farmall that will keep you dry and comfortable. The Farmall cab has two wide-opening doors, rear-opening window, and high-visibility roof panel plus heat air conditioning deluxe seat windshield wiper and washer front and rear work lights and more check out the farm all tractors at your nearest baker implement dealer or go online to bakerimplement.com today School's out, and that makes it the perfect time to get your kids in for a dental cleaning. It's also the perfect time to make an appointment with Brooklyn Dental. Brooklyn Dental offers a great combination of an experienced, friendly staff and the latest in technology and procedures. And at Brooklyn Dental, they work with all types of insurance plans. Whether you're looking for a new dentist or just haven't been in a while, trust the smiles in your life to the staff at Brooklyn Dental. Call 870-393-5330 to schedule an appointment. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. The cost of nearly everything is rising, including the cost of borrowing money. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, we recommend a strong borrowing strategy as a vital part of every good business plan. Our loan experts can guide you through a great lending strategy to maintain and grow your business before rates rise again. Find the lender to meet your needs on our website, mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC and equal housing lender. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume to Lori at eabjonesboro.com that's l-o-r-i-e at eabjonesboro.com and get your future moving in the right direction plus get a two thousand dollar signing bonus if hired become part of the largest media group in the state apply today eab jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer with the my social security account you can request a replacement social security card estimate your benefits and more Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Throwing everything at you that we might have missed over the course of the past couple of hours as we've got uh, just a handful of minutes left on today's Workday Red Zone. First things first... No show for us tomorrow. I got to step out of Jonesboro for a quick minute. We will be back on Thursday. Regular time, regular place, all that good stuff. But again, no workday red zone tomorrow. 
Elsewhere, last call on the KavanaughCars.com question. Asking you today, what will A-State football's best position group be in 2022? Also, a reminder that you don't have to go outside and break a sweat if you do your vehicle shopping on KavanaughCars.com. We had, man, we had, uh, the weekend was not terrible. And then last night it wasn't crazy super muggy. And then this morning it just, it feels like soup outside. And that's, it's not really, it's it's not enjoyable. So again, you can go ahead though and, and pick out your perfect ride online. Kavanaugh has their full inventory, every single vehicle on every single Kavanaugh dealership lot right there at KavanaughCars.com. So again, don't, don't go outside unless you have to, just, just don't. Uh, looking at some of your answers today, we've seen running back, quarterback, linebacker was a popular answer, but I did mention when we first got started on the program that there were a couple groups that I would try and, and just uh, speak into existence. I would I would try and manifest them having success in the 2022 season. And, of course, the biggest one, literally, also figuratively, is, is going to be offensive line. If we get to the end of the 2022 season, and if we can say as a fan base that the best position group over the course of the year was the offensive line, then this is going to be a successful season. It it will be. Um, that was a group last year that did not necessarily play well. I mean, I think A-State gave up the most sacks per game in, in the country. Uh, we know that it was a team that did not run the football very well. I think only four rushing touchdowns over the course of the year. There's There's a lot of improvement that can be made there. There is talent in that group. But the big issue is that the the depth is just so unproven. So if you have some guys at new positions and new roles that can step up and play well, if you've got the guys that are going to get their first shot to be out there on the field that can seize the moment and live up to some expectations, okay, then we'll get to December and we'll get to ask that question again of where you guys want to go bowling because that's always a fun discussion and it's one we've not got to have over the past couple years. So again, that's what I'm trying to manifest. Elsewhere, uh, news earlier today, if you're just joining us, Rob Gronkowski is retired. Um, Not like in 2019. This time it sounds like he's retired, retired. Although his his agent is already trying to start rumors that maybe he's not retired, retired. But Gronk himself put out a post saying he is done. That was big news today. There was also big news from the golf world today. It looks like Brooks Kepka is the latest golfer to leave the PGA Tour and head to play Live Golf. Um, has he put, I don't think Kepka has put out any kind of a statement. Or uh, no, I haven't seen anything from him, though. I just wish he'd come out and be like, look, I want to terrorize Bryson DeChambeau for the rest of my life, and that's why I'm joining Live Golf. I think people would be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's that's probably not going to happen. Colin Morikawa was a guy who was rumored to also be heading to live golf today, but uh, he is he actually sounds kind of annoyed at this point in time. He's like, look, told you guys, and I've told you guys, I've told yeah. you guys, I'm sticking with the PGA Tour. Stop it. So he uh, is still going to be at the next PGA event. I know there's stuff we missed uh, throughout the course of the day that we didn't get to, but that's all right. We've got time on Thursday, I'm sure. But uh, that's a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone. Again, really appreciate Jeff Reed of A-State Nation joining us earlier. Really good in-depth chat, a lengthy chat about everything that's going on for A-State football right now from a commitment perspective. 
So that will be up this afternoon at 95.3, theticket.com. In the meantime, keep it here. The setup with Cade Carlton is next, followed by The Drive with Brad Bobo. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio with JC comes away at 10. And again, the Workday Red Zone is off tomorrow, but we will be back on Thursday. So for Cade, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. We cannot wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.